Welcome to the 30A Show, your beach-happy podcast produced in South Walton, Florida, just steps from the beach. Brought to you locally by Shunkali Oyster Bar at the corner of 393 and 30A. Let's get to it. Here's Corey. My name is Dan Rodriguez. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, this is my song, 25 Years. This is about um, my wife who... On our first anniversary, she came down the, end, the stairs at the end of the evening as a surprise, and she was wearing her wedding dress. And we danced to the song she walked down the aisle to, and it's something that she's repeated every year, and it's become my favorite moment of the whole year. I love that moment so much, I wrote a song about it, and it's called 25 Years, goes like this. in the kitchen Louie playing trumpet on the radio You're spinning in that white dress That you wore so long ago Now I've been trying to slow down but time keeps moving faster, dragging me along. But darling, this is right now. And it's where we belong. In 25 years, I'll be looking at you, wondering what did I do to find someone like this. And in 25 more, we'll be looking older. Our story won't be over. All we need is another 25 years. Another 25 years. Ooh, you leave me breathless. Audrey Hepburn, timeless in everything you do. And if we live to be 100, I'll still need more time with you. In 25 years, I'll be looking at you, wondering what did I do to find someone like this. And in 25 more, we'll be looking our story won't be over All we need is Another 25 years Another 25 years When we all ain't wrinkled We're still being like at fingers Yeah, stealing a kiss Feeling like we're kids again Cause whatever comes tomorrow, one time that is borrowed, living it like it's never gonna end. In 25 years, I'll be looking at you, wondering what did I do to find someone like this. And in 25 more, we'll be looking older, our story won't be Another 25 years 
another 25 years Ooh, yeah another 25 years uh my name's dan rodriguez i'm from minneapolis minnesota i've got a live record dropping in spring of 2020 and this song is one of the most special songs to me on that record. And uh, it's called Daddy Through the Phone. And it's really just about being away from my kids uh, when I'm traveling out on the road all the time. And it's, uh, it's an open letter to them hoping that we're not negatively affecting their futures by <laughs> me chasing down uh, this, this whole music dream. And uh, it goes like this. I'm so sorry I've been away far too long Carrying my songs across the land and sea Can you forgive me? Cause right now I can't forgive myself For choosing something else over you and me People say it must be hard, but they don't really know How it feels to come back home and see how much you've grown And although this is our normal, and it's the only life you've known I'm so tired of being daddy through the phone Mama told me that you've been raising up some hell That you haven't been yourself and you've been crossing lines Well, I'm just hoping that me chasing down my dreams Isn't changing everything and taking from your People say it must be hard, but they don't really know How it feels to come back home and see how much you've grown And although this is our normal, and it's the only life you've known I'm so tired of being daddy through the phone well, now I'm hiding Shade down in a window seat And I'm trying Not to fall apart Cause honestly You know I never walk away from you But till the heavens call on me I have to sing I have to sing People say it must be hard But they don't really know How it feels to come back home And see how much you've grown And although this is our normal 
And it's the only life you know and I'm so tired And I'm sorry I'm so tired And I'm sorry That I'm daddy through the phone That's good stuff, Dan. Thank you for coming by the Airstream today. This is the 38 Radio, the Airstream. Uh, technically, we're locked inside right now. We are. We are. There's <laughs> The latch broke to get out, and we have to literally call somebody to get them to come open the it's door okay. So while we're waiting, how many more songs do you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Dan Rodriguez uh, is touring, and uh, your song that you just sang, I kind of relate to it because early in my trying to figure things out, you know, you go through phases in your life where you're like, I work and I do this, I work and I do this. But then you have kids and you're like, I work and I really have to work for the kids now. Right. And there's times that you kind of think, you're like, God, I want to be at home, but I, this is the job that I'm in at the moment. Right. Um, but then there's jobs that you realize that you are meant to be in. Mm -hmm. So you're in that position. So don't yeah. worry about it. Things are going to work out for you. And <laughs> your kids are, the, the song is beautiful, but I feel you'll write another one soon that says, you know, I did the right thing. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It'll be them singing it too. Thank you, daddy. I love going to Disney every year. <laughs> so, but, uh, but thank you for coming by. I, I, Jamie Kent, mutual friend. Yeah. Uh, you work with Jamie and he just highly recommended that you got in here and the schedule of the 38 songwriter festival is crazy it is, it's yeah. crazy for the artists yeah you guys end up wanting to go see other artists but mm -hmm. it's different for you you have your kids down here with you yeah it's funny you say that because this year uh i i literally said to my wife like i'm not gonna see music and i was sad about it. like i'm sad about that right but when i was here last year i i was never at the place that i stayed i right. slept there got up went and had breakfast and then went and saw music the whole time yeah. played my shows and then went and saw music the rest of the time i was up in the till the wee hours of the morning and did it all again the next day um and this time i said let's we needed a vacation together because i've been trying i just did i just came off of eight weeks of touring and it was just we haven't been together and i said I don't, i'm not going to do 30a unless you guys come with me because right. i just need to be home with you guys and so the idea of leaving Minnesota in the middle of January sound, time. and going to Florida sounded really great. So, uh, so we're here, and then we're we're spending another week together. So it'll be it's good. fantastic. Are you all in the area, you're gonna do a little drive. We're around? going up to Nashville, and we're gonna. Um, it's this is a whole working vacation for me. So it's don't good. tell the family that. <laughs> oh, they know that. It's, it's good. Okay, I know. It's but, good. Uh, well, we're getting some really quality time together. Yesterday, my son got, um, in his words swept away by the ocean uh, on the beach so that was it was good. double red flags yesterday did you know that oh yeah it was really cold <laughs> and uh it was a double red flag uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was cold we went down to the beach he found some shells he was throwing them in the water and uh i said hey buddy and because i talked to him like this mm -hmm. and he's sure he's and he's not even four yet and i talked i just we go hey bud uh surf's up right now so if you get really that means if you get close to the water you got to be careful because sometimes a big wave will come in yeah and sure enough a big he thrown a shell out and I said, "Hey, buddy, there's a big wave coming. Ba better back up." And he knew exactly what I said, but he turned and said, "What'd you say?" And then a wave hit him. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens, man. If you turn your uh, anywhere at the Gulf, this is a public service announcement. This is when we had our kids. There's a place over here in Destin, 
uh, they have a pass that goes out to the Gulf. Sure. And around the pass is the East Pass, <coughs> and all the boats come through there. So it's currents, and boats come through, and they create these big wakes, right? And it'll mm-hmm. hit the beach. So we're out there. The kids are probably two and a half, and we're at the boat we're at. We're in a little pontoon boat. And I'm turning, I'm looking at my wife. She's talking with a friend. I turn back, the kids are right here. I turn, I see one kid. The other kid got hit by a wave, and he was in the water. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, I was like one second away from him. So yeah. it had just happened, but, yeah, dude don't swim. And so I yeah. yanked him out real quick, and I was like, I never had them in between <laughs> me and the surf ever again. <laughs> but now they're out here, and uh, they just finished their first junior lifeguard program out here. Oh, fun. And it gets better. So you have a four-year-old and yeah. now a 10-month-year-old yeah a 10-month-old yeah 10-month-old yeah. no year no yet. years <laughs> he's a zero-year-old he's a zero-year-old so you're you're or a point we, point eight-year-old or whatever <laughs> we did it at the same time i have twins yeah but at this that stage in between like the months old to about three i just called it the blender and it just felt like every day you would just hit you know, pureate or whatever it was. And it just flew around and you just tried to survive through the day. Right. Yeah. My wife tends to do it with an incredible amount of grace and mm-hmm. poise. And, uh, yeah, if I had, if we swapped, swapped roles, <coughs> sorry, it's, it's okay. It's a little dry. <coughs> if we swapped roles, she would be, um, miserable on the road i think and i would be miserable at home <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to juggle it all and do it also so just an observation you're definitely the most rocking looking person here at the festival this year oh <laughs> and maybe last year i didn't see you last year but it, it might be just this hat if i take this hat no, off it <laughs> i think i think it's a great look it's everything i can't do at this stage of my life uh, man you can't miss you could it's, I missed. it's the simplest thing i've ever done yeah I wear this. I I found this shirt that I liked, and I bought like eight of them. Okay. And this is this is my Steve Jobs black turtleneck. You know, I get uh, it. Yeah. And so I just I, I I found a pair of jeans I liked, and I bought a few pairs, and I literally wear the same thing every day. Yeah. And right. it makes it really easy, and it's all black, and so that's really simple. I don't have to think about it. I just get up and put my clothes on. I get it. So with kid, young kids, uh, and. Being in the music industry, uh, there's always a common thread that I can kind of get back with you, uh, the artists. Uh, bourbon, right? I mean, your cr- mm. Christmas album was whiskey-based, which <laughs> yeah. is fantastic. And the whole Christmas tour is called The All I Want for Christmas is Whiskey Tour. Of course. Yeah, yeah you got to have it during the holidays. So uh, just a little pop quiz, under $50, what's your favorite bourbon whiskey? Ooh, under 50 Right, like right at the fifty dollar mark. It depends on what state you're in, because sometimes the right. taxes are higher and in certain places. But um, on average, let's just say 50, if you were to say sixty to forty, if I'm going to go with something, if I was going to buy a bottle of whiskey for you for fifty dollars, okay, um, there's a liquor store right here. You can make it happen. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were to do that, because I don't know what you like, but if I wanted to find something good, sure. middle of the road, high quality, that's I know just just about everybody's going to love. Um, I'm a big fan of the Woodford Double Oaked. Oh, that's it. That's right. A, isn't that great? It's that's unbelievable. A, also, the Four Roses is kind of in that same, yeah, same realm. Yeah, Four Roses <laughs> is good. Man. But uh, had the Double. I think oak. I breathed in some of this. Uh, the foam. pollen. Oh no, we have pollen in here <laughs> out here now too. So, oh, I'm not sick, but I'm. No, no, I get it. It's horrible it, tickle. It is dry. Um, but no, the Double Oak just had it the other day, and it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, man, it's unbelievable. That's it's, a good one. It's almost. Fe- it almost feels like it's uh, ice cream for adults and. <laughs> You, you got to be careful, you know. Yeah, it's the, that's the soft serve though. Like it's just can't stop. Yeah. So I, speaking of speaking of ice cream, yeah. uh, if, if you have to take the kids anywhere, 
Mm. Uh, make a little drive down here. <clears throat> I know it's a little far, but uh, there's a place called Pecan Jacks right here. Really? It's fantastic. Skittle, Skittles in the ice cream. I mean, just un, unreal stuff. So this is a, this is a subject I want to I want to talk about actually. Okay. Um, this is getting serious. Pecan. Pecan. <clears throat> Pecan. Yeah. Either one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I personally have no idea. I've heard it both ways my entire life. I don't know what's correct. Right. But pecan, pecan they grow seems, in the south. And yeah, yeah well, how, what do you say? I, I've always said pecan jacks. Pecan. Or pecans. Pecan. Uh, we're eating pecans. I, I feel like that's more of a Louisiana thing. I went to school over there. Yeah, but, but I they, feel pecans are from Georgia. Pecans or, are from Georgia. Yeah. Pecans. Yeah, pecans are a little bit. Pecans little are cayenne, <laughs> cayenne pepper on your pecans. So that's I got. Where. I stopped. I was. In, I was. I was coming up from Miami, and I stopped at a place um, that that it was like a side of the road stand, and I got s- some pecans there you go. that were roasted and uh, covered in honey. Yeah, and they were roasted with sunflower oil, and that's it. That's it. <clears throat> they were delicious. I, they were like crack. I couldn't stop eating them. I, I love it. Um, so in Minneapolis, up in the north, I know you have uh, shorter sea, or the winter kind of takes away the food carts on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. But is is it common to see food on the side of the road you can buy up north, no. or is that a southern thing? No, that's a southern and western thing. That's they're getting out of rent is all it is. They don't yeah. want to pay rent. <laughs> now, food trucks are a big deal up there, like most like most major cities yeah, right now. But there. So a lot of food trucks, and they'll line up in different places, and that's kind of our version, but you can still be inside. And all right, this is Dan around. Rodriguez. He's down here. He's, <laughs> right, he, he's a writer of a food blog, uh, food and whiskey <laughs> blog. And uh, what's the website? No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's talk about uh, guitar music. Music, uh, yeah. how you kind of got into it. Uh, you're from mm-hmm. Minneapolis, obviously. There's some pretty strong influence up there. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I'm originally from Detroit. That's right. Yeah. So yep. there's, I would say, quantity more of influence from Detroit. But um, as far as quality, you've got some amazing folks up in Minneapolis. Absolutely. But I've been there for 15 years, so I call that home now. It is. Mm-hmm. But Detroit, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Mo- it's Motown. 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 Yeah. So, Motor uh, City. Early on, uh, blues kind of caught you by? That's a, yeah. Were you surprised that you <clears throat> kind of got into blues a little bit? I mean, uh, I would never say that I really got into blues. Influenced. But I was so totally influenced by yeah. it. Like when uh, I would, I, I got a guitar book. I like learning how to like learn your scales. Yeah, and I didn't care about the scales. I didn't care about the learning the things and the rudiments. I was never good at um, school because I didn't care about the paperwork. <laughs> but I was tested well. Me I neither. learned it. But hey, I just we didn't. both ended up here, and we both hated school. That's yeah. fine, <laughs> right? We're doing well. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it came with a CD. Yep. And uh, or maybe it was a cassette at first. I think it was a CD. I think it was things had just flipped over, and they had like a band playing blues, like right. twelve bar blues, right. and you could just solo over it. And so I didn't really know the scales, and so I just kind of was like learning what fit with that in that key. Right. And so I kind of learned some shapes that way. And then later, when I actually learned what those meant, I went, "Oh, I know what I'm playing now." But it was that's what that's what what it was for me. It was just kind of jamming along. I played at church growing up, nice. and I did a. I went to a church that was it, the the very sweet and very white uh, music director was very influenced by all the the black gospel music in, in Detroit. That's so great. we did a lot of that. Look what the Lord has done. Bum, 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 bum. And I, that's what I, I learned how to play guitar too. And um, 
and I played drums in that at church and things like that, and I sang, and uh, that was my first real outlet, and it was good. I I remember growing up in a Methodist church in Fort mm-hmm. Walton, and I'm not knocking the church; we had fabulous people there, uh, but. It was always a struggle for me when, okay, open your hymnal and we're going to play to the organ. And it was just mm-hmm. blah. But now now the church we're, we're part of is Beachside and they're very music based. I mean, we, they, they rock and they have a band and it's legit music. And sometimes oh, yeah. they cover <clears throat> stuff, but sometimes it's a. The, the traditional stuff, but it's 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 updated, and my I kids mean, love it. I, re- I personally have retired from the uh, the the Jesus music thing, right. and uh, but um, it's you're right, it is. I have friends who are in it who are writing those songs, and they're going their their songs are played at the big sure. youth conferences and big get-togethers, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all the churches across the country are playing their songs. And mm-hmm. um, but it's cool, yeah. That's that's, that's, cool. that, that's a whole thing. What was your What's a song? Let's let's go this way. What's a song that's not yours? Okay, that you're pulling up. Maybe a couple friends. You have some double oaked, some some ice cream for the kids. <laughs> you got some s'mores, and there's a bonfire going on. What's the song that you cue up on a guitar and you just start playing? Oh, that I would start playing. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, I don't do a ton of that really? these days. Like, I don't just You're working sit. on your own stuff. So. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, like, I personally, I I have one guitar that I keep available at home, but I have a studio not far, and I just kind of go there, and I, I that's where I write, and that's where I go and get away. And when I'm at home, I just kind of try to... What's not, your bonfire not, song, then? So, like, okay. you've played songs for us, but show, show us what a great Dan Rodriguez bonfire <laughs> song would be. Hold on one second. Did I turn it? Oh, wait. Here, I turned it off. Oh, you turned it off? There yeah. you go. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Oh, there ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. I wonder this time where she's gone. I wonder if she's gonna stay. Oh, there ain't no sunshine when she's gone. She's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. (laughs) I got you. I got you for three songs, Dan Rodriguez. (laughs) Just kidding. No, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a a good one. I listened. I loved Bill Withers when I first heard it, and yeah, um, yeah. It's it's great. So I love I love recreating some of those types of types of things in my own little vibe. But you yeah. look like the person that really likes social media. Do I? <laughs> do you handle it? Or is that your wife? Does your wife help you? No, I do it. I'm not great at it, but um, 
She doesn't need anything more added to her plate. <laughs> She's already juggling all the important things. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, so you're on. I just want to let everybody know he's on Spotify. Yeah. Um, you've got some songs that seriously. I pushed back on the Spotify thing I for so long until I started taking meetings in Nashville and they said, what are your Spotify numbers? And I said, I, I'm not on it because they don't pay. And they sure, go, well, you you can do that when you are Taylor Swift, but you can't do that when you are you. It's almost like your resume, <laughs> right? It's kind of like... It really is. It's kind of like your credentials. And uh, I got way... I got into the game way too, like five years too late. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'm on there now. You are. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you're on there. And you, you obviously sell your albums and uh, mm-hmm. anything like that. So if you guys like what you're hearing from Dan Rodriguez at the 38 Songwriter Festival, if he's got a case there, guys, buy the CDs while you're yeah. there. That's CDs the, are not dead. There's digital downloads in them. That's right. And if you don't catch me here, it's all you can buy them off my website on danrodriguezmusic.com slash store. I also have vinyl, too. Uh, Dude, that's the bomb. That <sighs> vinyl's, vinyl's where it's at. I was just talking to somebody that I have to have a better vinyl set up at my house because yeah, you do. I'm not putting a CD player in there anymore. No. But vinyl is it. That's why Central Square Records over there in Seaside is like a gold mine. So if you're setting up in our area... Yeah. Go buy from there, man. They have a huge catalog of. I, I like to push back on new technology and things sometimes. Sure. Just because I, I go well if it's not broken, don't fix it. And I have friends who have studios who they all plug. I did my one record. I worked with John Fields, and we didn't plug any guitars into any amps. We plugged them into um, a computer. Right. And right. And he made all the sounds of an amp through it. And they were still, for me, I even said it then, I said, it doesn't sound right to me. And he manipulated it and made it sound great. It sounds like guitars. They sound awesome. I wasn't inspired when I played. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so that I just love when air moves and things like that happen. And for me, um, it's the same way with, with, with all those things across the board. And it's the same way with with vinyl and there's a needle that goes into a groove it's ripping it apart that's just just like like pulling all the information and transporting it and that to me is so cool actually i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't say this but i have a i have a song i've started writing um, where i don't know if it'll be a song for me or for somebody else um but i never experienced i never i didn't grow up with turntables and so i didn't experience this i heard about people putting a penny on the needle if the if you're right. if you're if you're if you're if the arm and the needle if it was kind of bouncing around you could tape a penny to the the edge to the end of the arm absolutely and weigh it down so it sits in the groove a little bit better and so i i have a song called penny put a penny on the needle that's great uh, but that's really just about it's a metaphor obviously but of it's course. for like sitting sitting into your groove finding out who you are put a penny on the needle and maybe that's all you need that's gonna be a good one i'm excited about it that is a, <laughs> that's great and you know what uh there's not the generation that's before mid 80s probably are mm-hmm. the after that has no idea about the penny i'm a mid 80s i'm only are 33 you? i was born somebody in 86. told you about that though See? yeah somebody told me about it and i've always been i'm an old soul i think yeah <laughs> i think i i think i'm about 60 in in soul years <laughs> so good we I had like, a, I like whiskey and and I just smoke an old uh, smoke an old man pipe and uh, I, I like sweaters and slippers and just kind of getting cozy in the winter and and uh, moving slow. College like radio for me, I got into where the computers started. You know, you started having some digital stuff that you could actually use back mid nineties, 
the, like the saw editing programs, yeah. you know, all that weird <laughs> stuff in the back. Um, but uh, but <clears throat> we still had this guy that came in and he spun vinyl. Mm. And it was a it was a great show, and it was actually syndicated all across Louisiana. Cool. But he only spent, spun vinyl, and never once skipped. But our program director had certain songs that we had to play occasionally on the station. Yeah. That were not CDs, and it was on vinyl. And all it takes is to open the door once, and it, it, and that thing's not in there. Right. Oh yeah. It's like. And oh just, man. And, you, and and I never. It happened to me once, and I never played a vinyl again. <laughs> so I was terrified <laughs> of it. <laughs> well, now you got to get your setup for home. I do have one, but it's just a yeah. There, I have technology that's driving the music at home that it doesn't like. Right. I don't have wires. Oh yeah. Well, so. you know they sell wires at stores. Yeah, but it doesn't. It won't accept the wires. It has to be Bluetooth, <laughs> brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you got to figure get a whole separate thing. All right, let's talk about your social. Where can people find you? Obviously, yeah. Spotify. We mentioned that. Yeah, Spotify. I'm on Instagram, Dan Rodriguez Music. Okay. And uh, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really. I don't know the last time I tweeted. Right, that's fine. Nobody uh, does, unless you're <laughs> unless you just blatantly want to get in an argument with somebody. Then yeah. You get on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got bored of it, and um, maybe I'll go back to it, or maybe someday I'll be able to just bring somebody on my team to run all my socials. But, um, but yeah, so uh, I'm on Facebook, um, Facebook.com slash Dan Rodriguez Music. You have any ghost Twitter accounts? No, no I fake ones. I, so. I don't have time to run my own. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that's good yeah uh i don't know i have friends who have like started their own fan clubs on facebook and things uh it's like they're like yeah you do it and then people join it <laughs> yeah they can do if they want to do that, they can start do that. i'm not starting any of that. i can't even keep up with my own stuff i have a 10 month old <laughs> yeah. and a full tour schedule i'm not doing that that's so funny. And uh, if I have, have free time, I want to go fishing or I want to go sit in my deer stand and that's right. in the woods or something. So yeah, that's why you <laughs> like the double oak in the Woodford fishing out in the cold, baby. <laughs> oh man, I'm ice. I'm going ice fishing when I get home from this trip. I'm Can't, excited about it. That's super good. Post something on Instagram so we can. Oh, see I will. It. I will. And uh, also the the live album uh, is dropping this spring. Mm -hmm. uh, once again, tell us a little bit about it. You had about a hundred people in in the studio, and yeah. So what we I've had so many people come up to me over the years and say, hey, you know, at the merch table, I do you have an acoustic record? I'm oh, not really. No, I have a record that a studio acoustic record, but you know, it's there's other elements involved. They're like, well, I want the, like the live show, like with your stories. Right. And cause it's, it's a funny show and, uh, and not the whole thing, but it's, it, it, it it's got peaks and valleys of, of humor and, and depth and different things. And I, that's what I want to create is an experience that, um, kind of, if I can make somebody laugh really hard and make them cry and make them say, wow, all in the same, you know, 45 mm -hmm. to 75 minute set, then I did my job. And so, there's banter and stories and things in between each song. And, um, I wanted to give that to folks. And so a friend of mine, Rob Morgan, um, he's, a he's kind of one of those Renaissance men that does everything. He's a photographer and he, right. he produces and, and he's a bass player with, and he's a, he's, he was a music director for Owl City for forever. So like playing in front of 30,000 people in Tokyo, but he's one of those guys that does like everything. And, um, he's my best friend in the world. We were each other's best men and we were talking about that. And he said, man, I've been thinking about how you said that people have been wanting to do wanting a live record, and I've been thinking of a way we can do it. And I said, "Really?" Because I have two, and we 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 shared our ideas, and we had the same idea, and it was rent a film studio and 
um, invite as many people as we can fit in there. And, um, and so that's what we did. We sold 125 tickets. It was a higher ticket price and sure. that paid for the room and the production of it. And, um, <clears throat> called in some favors and with some friends of mine who are, uh, camera uh, operators and know how to do all that. So that we, then we did it. So it's, there's a full film that goes along with the, the record that's coming out. And, uh, it's really, it's really, it's one of the more artistic and cool things I've done in a while. And it's, I'm really excited about it. That's so cool. I, I'm a firm believer of that too. have fun with everything you do make it original and uh, catch people off guard and make them laugh. Yeah. But also for me, like I, I've crafted a set for this last year that I really liked and I'm going to change it. I can't do the same set Mm -mm. this year as I, as I really, as I did all across the country last year. And so uh, it was a good way to kind of like say, look, I worked really hard kind of honing this and crafting this because what we do, it's like, what a comedian would do right you know you try a bunch of stuff out and you you shave off the fat and you mm-hmm. you, you do all the things to kind of really mold it and really get it where you want it and by the time you do that you get it really solid then you record another record and you got new songs and you got to like reshape it and mm-hmm. create something new but i wanted to kind of commemorate that i'm proud of this and so um <clears throat> that like it's like it's, a, it's we shaved it down to about 60 minutes so for the film but um but yeah it's kind of like there we did it yeah now you know what that set was like in 2019 moving forward maybe we'll do another one in any year or two and see what that looks like it's proof of concept and it's a historical moment in your career your kids can see so that's awesome yeah it's good stuff well i appreciate you coming by man i know you got a photo shoot that uh you're doing out here oh yeah and uh we uh right now are gonna disconnect and figure out how to get outside the air oh yeah we got locked in <laughs> so uh the the thing i like to do is make people's moments here in the airstream as memorable as possible and today it's we're locked in here and you'll never forget this it's dan rodriguez thank you for coming by today cheers thanks for having me all right find the 30a show on your favorite streaming apps or inside our 30a apps for iphone and android thanks for listening to the 30a show brought to you locally by shunk gully oyster bar until next time beach happy